with Masendo. Hey. And another friend of mine named Lee. Hello. Now today in this podcast, we are going to explore a bundle of different things related to our faith and our Lord and Savior. We want to connect with different people, specifically younger, a younger audience, because that is what we are. We are young, younger teenagers who want to help others find themselves and find a connection with God. Uh, this podcast is one of the ways that we are doing that, along with many other ways. And I'll let Masendo tell you more about that. Yeah, so Generation of Faith really has a focus on young people and their day-to-day obstacles, their day-to-day experiences. We are teenagers. We're all in high school. Um, and we face the same challenges that you face in your day-to-day life. And sometimes the burdens get so heavy and that you just have to look up to the father and say, I don't know what to do, but please handle it for me. And a lot of young people in the generation now don't really know how to communicate with God, don't really know how to get to God, don't really know how they can experience God's fullness. They hear their parents talking about Jesus. They're hearing their grandparents talk about it. And they want that relationship with him, but they don't know how to get that. Um, there's a really good song that I um, that I was listening to like a year or two ago called Talking to Jesus. And it really just stuck with me. And I think that's just my song for the decade. Just talking to Jesus like he is my friend. Talking to Jesus like he's your father. You can really just talk to him any way you want. A lot of us grew up in churches where we heard these really traditional prayers that we may not have understood, um, calling on the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. We didn't know who those people were. Um, But even if you don't know how to do that, even if you don't, if you can't bow down for some reason, or if you're just too tired, you're, you're too weak to do it, you can just... They don't even have to open your mouth. You can just talk to him in your head. You can just talk to me. There's so many ways you can talk to Jesus. There's so many ways you can talk to him. And it's amazing how you can build a relationship with God. We're not trying to preach to you. We're not trying to tell you that we have the perfect relationship with him because definitely we don't. We all face obstacles. We all face challenges, each and every one of us. But we also all know Jesus and sometimes it gets hard, but we know how to just say, father, you can bear my loads better than I can and you can handle it better than I can. And I think sometimes that's all it takes and that's all we need. And sometimes I just have to lift up my hands and say, I can't do it anymore. Take this burden away from me. and I feel so much better. And that's really what the generation of faith podcast about. It's just, Friends talking to each other about their faith, talking about random things. Um, we have fun, but we also want to make sure that there's a story behind what we're doing. And that's what Atalo Ministries is about. Atalo Ministries is all about the next generation of Christians from zero to 30. These are our future, and they are very important to the kingdom of God. 
we have religions outpacing us like never before. Less and less people go to church in, um, in this decade in America than ever before. But we still know there's a God and we want to help the next generation go to him and we want to build them up. And that's what Atala Ministries is about. And the Generation of Faith is just one resource that Atala Ministry provides to um, reach out and connect to young people. Um, so, <laughs> um, how was everyone's day? Um, my day was very, very tiring to say the least. I know probably from the first episode, if you guys watched that, you guys know that I do play sports, so I had practice today. And, uh, it's tough to say the least. Very, very draining. Mm. Um, my day was pretty good. Um, I didn't go to school today. Um, just because I needed a break. <laughs> um, sometimes you need a mental break, and I needed a mental break today. And there was also other circumstances, but. I usually take a mental break once a month or so from school and from all day-to-day activities. But um, I took a day off today. Um, didn't do much. Just relaxed, chilled. Um, mm-hmm. I had a good day, though. I would not say it was bad. I had a pretty good day. Um, yeah, what about you, Lee? What about me? Um, so. My day was tiring and I didn't do sports. I didn't do nothing. Um, my, I had, so yesterday, not last week, I started a new job and it's at a, it's at a go-kart place and, and I'm new. So they're starting me off on the simplest task and what they call was the easiest one. It's um, the junior racing. one. And let me just say that kids don't listen. It's it's like I'm sitting here and I and I have to do the, and I'm doing the kids cart. So it's basically children who are um who have never probably rode a go kart in their life, and I just want to get used. They want to get into it. It's a very small track. It's it's like just it's a circle. It's it's literally just a small little circle, and they go around. There's three go karts. Well, there's only two that work. But so I'm trying to get the, I'm trying to get the children. And today, I, I did it yesterday, um, which is Monday, and it, it wasn't that bad on Monday. And I, and I was like, oh, let's go, let's go. But Tuesday brought some challenges uh, because there was a summer camp that came in. And it's basically almost like 100 kids, probably. And that came in, and all of them were wanting to ride my go, was wanting to ride the junior racing. Behind that, there's other kids coming too. I learned that kids do not understand what the brake is and what the gas is. So I had to explain to them, okay, hey, when I had to, when, I, when everyone I buckled them, I had to explain to them, this is the gas, this is the green one. The brake is the red one. That makes you stop. The green one makes you go. So I'm like, go. Now these children, they can go very fast. They can go very fast. And it, it's funny because like, they'll like be like waving at us and they'll be trying to show off and stuff and swerving. But when I need them to stop, there's a difficulty there. There's a difficulty there. And I and I tell them, all right, all right, got hit the brake, hit the brake, hit the brake, hit the brake. And they're just they 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 think they can hit the brake by hitting the gas, but that doesn't work like that. 
I'll say hit the brake and I literally will watch their feet go off the gas and I'm like no hit the brake and what not what happens 90% of the time is this they'll they'll be forward they'll go forward remember my thing's a circle so they're going forward and the circle the end of the circle the edge of the circle is about to come so I'll tell them hey I'll say hit the brake they put their feet completely off the gas and don't hit nothing sorry I burped (laughs) and they'll just like they'll just keep going and they don't they just they don't stop they just, they just, they just, they just, they just, and they end up crashing and it's like bump into the edge. And then what happens is, let's say you have two cars. The, the next car, sometime what happens is this the first car, they'll actually do right and they'll stop. But then the next car doesn't know how to brake. So the car, next car will come behind him and just like bump him. And I'm like, y'all, hit the freaking brake. I, 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 I don't know how to explain it to them like that. I'm like, hit the freaking brake. And they're like not hitting the brake at all. And then like some of these children, you have to like actually like be with them 24-7 while they're doing the go-kart. And I, I'm not saying that. So I'm, I'm with a child and like I'm trying to help them navigate themselves around the go-kart. And um, they, they, they don't understand turning or how to go. So I'm trying to explain them, hit the gas, hit the gas. And they just look at it and be like, huh? Because children do that thing, like, when you tell them something, they'll just look at you. They won't say nothing. They'll just start looking at you, and they'll, they'll like, they'll be in such amazement. And they're like, who? What? What? I'm telling the child, hit the gas, and they're just looking at me like, huh? Huh? And I'm like, hit the gas. Hit the brake. Well, no, actually, I never got to have them hit the brake because they never would hit the gas. So I'm sitting there trying to guide them around the circle, and they're just looking at me, and I'm I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I was just like, hey, do you still want to do it? He's like, no. And I'm like, well, I'm glad that we both don't have to go through this. I, I'm really glad we, because I know you don't like this, and I don't like it. So I'm glad we can come to a compromise. And then the parents are trying to come out there. Having so no 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 let me like no your child does not want to do this your child cannot do this your child is not ready to do this okay you can go somewhere like the park but you you could you, you wasted your money coming here because if you know your child you know your child ain't gonna do this go kart why'd you bring him here huh anyways my day was really good though I'm dead I got paid a lot I get paid a lot <laughs> but you guys you guys don't teach them before they go like. This oh, we do. We do. They just don't listen. Oh, yeah, children. And they don't either. They don't listen, or they don't remember, or they don't know their colors. Because I'm hit. I'm like hit the red one. They're like, you can't. They just look. Is there an age limit or a height limit? It's like it's like certain children have a height. It's like a height limit. Mm. Some of them are too big to be honest. Some of them, and I, I kind of made a mistake because I will let the big kids. Not big, big kids, but kids that were definitely not. I wasn't supposed to let them ride on it. I let them ride on it anyway. I get in trouble for it, but I kept doing it because I was like, these children are having the best blasts of their time. Blasts are having a blast. And honestly, even if they don't know how to break, at least I'm not sitting there doing nothing. So you enjoy but, your job. Well, <laughs> let's see what happens when that check comes in next week and we'll, and we'll make that decision. Is it more fulfilling than your last? Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> That's all that matters. All I'm going to say is working at a restaurant is horrible. Not horrible, but I don't like it. I worked in I a don't. restaurant. I actually enjoyed it. I just got fired because 
He couldn't communicate with majority of the customers. No. Is that where you got fired from Chick-fil-A? No, that's when I got fired from a Cuban restaurant. Oh. I wasn't cooking. I was a waiter. Let's talk about Masendo's raw bacon. (laughs) (laughs) It was not raw. It was. talking about a amazing breakfast I made. Terrible. The eggs look terrible. The grits look like ice cream. <laughs> I made, I messed up with the grits when I added too much butter and they became slippery and we just had to roll with it. But he the uh, eggs in bacon grease. Bacon grease. And they were good. They were black. <laughs> but they were good. Oh my gosh. We're going to get you some real food. It's okay. Why do you think I eat out the most? Uh <laughs> Anyways, though, um, um, I'm just curious. Anyways, our topic for the day, our, our like question of the day that we're gonna or whatever we call that, I forgot. Um, well, the weekly about, topic. Yeah, I think we're gonna talk about um just to start off our first topic. We're gonna talk about the shows that we as little children grew up with. Now, what what are we putting the age limit to? Like, like, from what age to that age? By the time we came out the womb. Oh, wow. So like, Don't remember that. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> to 13? Yeah. It's, it's a, no, not that. Not, I think it 10. should. Let's, yeah, I think no, general 11 should thing, be though. it. And I and I said that because I still watch these shows. So I still watch some of I them. I still too. watch some of these shows. I think uh, majority of people who grew up with SpongeBob still are watching SpongeBob. Exactly. It's just like, 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 like and I, and honestly, I feel like those people who be like, I never watched SpongeBob. My mommy didn't let me. I just, I, I always feel like so bad for them. Yeah, I feel like, bad. I get it, but you're missing out on a childhood phenomenon phenomenon the only thing my parents would not let me watch was um harry potter i don't watch harry potter i just never did harry potter is amazing i wasn't allowed to watch harry potter because i grew up in the grand old church of god in christ that was witchcraft and we didn't believe in no witchcraft it was holiness of hell but you like star wars Star Wars was not witch tr- was not witchcraft. They were dealing with a higher force that they could not see. And what was that force? The Lord Jesus. <laughs> I don't think they said that. <laughs> they didn't believe it, but we all know that they got that power from God. They just didn't openly say it. Right, right, right. Nah, cuz um I I remember I used to watch some odd shows cuz I I um for a while, I had an obsession with Peppa Pig. Hello. I'm sorry, but as I was, as I was growing up, it's just something fascinating. And honestly, and honestly, I, I feel like y'all make it. Y'all gonna definitely clown me for this. We already are. I like, I like Peppa Pig for like a reason because the food in Peppa Pig looked great. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the food looked great. <laughs> Like you remember, y'all remember that? Uh, <laughs> y'all remember the time they would have pizza, and whenever they had stuff like the like um the dude's farm, and he had those tomatoes and stuff. Those tomatoes look bussin'. 
And I, I just really, I just really was fascinated by that. I mean, that's not the reason I liked it, but that was just, that was just, that was that one thing. And that probably explains a lot about my childhood appearance. Um, as I was growing up, how are you insulting yourself? I'm just saying, I feel like there's a reason I was skinny when I was in kindergarten and the reason I began to, (laughs) (laughs) I had a word for it, but that's not, I was going to, I'm not going to say the word because that would just be really insulting myself. I'm I'm just going to say, I was, I'm just going to say grew. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna like I was gonna say enlarge, but that doesn't sound enlarge. <laughs> Put it like this: you change clothes size. Yes, yes. <laughs> not not dramatic. I promise y'all, I'm not fat. I promise y'all that. But I, I I I did definitely start to get up there as I was a kid, and I and I think I knew why. I was obsessed with Peppa Pig food, and even when they made that spinoff show, Ben and Holly, the food still looks good. What's a Ben and Holly? It's a new show they made. I never, I, I watched it because I, I, I used to watch it with my brother sometime, but really I was watching it for myself because I was kind of fascinated. I think I was like nine at the time. <laughs> um, but I, I, I watched her pick. I don't know. I, I just thought it was, a, I thought it was a cool show, but I mean, the food was just, you know, <sighs> I'm just, I forgot you had a little brother. Oh, not you forgot. I had a whole nother life in the house. No, I know you have a life. I just forgot he was a part. <laughs> He's definitely a part of it. See, me you and me and Jelani. Well, I'm. We're not the only kids, but we're like the babies and the only people that matter. Oh, not sure. I don't understand what it's like to be to be the older one. I mean, I don't have like siblings. I have step siblings. But they don't, only one of them lives with me, and she's older, so. And I have God siblings, and they don't live with me. They have homes of their own. They just don't go home. Aw. Like, ever. Yeah. Ever. Like, I'm about to change the locks. (laughs) Aw. But you know what? You know what? We know what's weird, though. Because I, I used to do this thing, and I don't know if anyone else did it, but when I was young, I would go over to my great grandma's house and um, after school, I would go there. She'd make me a sandwich and some chips and, a, and some Kool-Aid. And I would just sit there and I'm watching. Um, cause I didn't eat at school, really. And I would like didn't basically. Either. I basically watch um, shows on her TV. It would always be um, shows like super. It would, it would be PBS kids shows because that's what she had. And I'm just going to tell you, I feel like, yeah, Nick Jr. had a lot of good shows. Yeah, Disney had good shows. I feel like PBS Kids is where it was always at. Um, what do y'all think? Um, very debatable. I think it was, to be honest, I prefer Nick Jr., Nickelodeon, and Disney Channel. Okay, Disney Channel. Okay, let, let me break this down to you. What PBS Kids gave us, all right? Ready for okay. this? They gave us the Bearstein Bears. Mid. They gave us Super Y. Mid. They gave us Wildcrats. Mid. I didn't like that show. Oh my gosh. They gave Are us those Cyber- your only arguments? They gave, us- <laughs> they gave us Cyber Chase. What is that? I don't know that show. <laughs> they gave us Dragon Tales, I think. 
What is that? I know what they Dragon gave, they gave us, is. I didn't watch it though. They gave us Arthur. God no. <laughs> Arthur reminds me of Billy. <laughs> what shows did y'all watch? Good shows. Like, like what? Good luck, Charlie. Hey, oh my yes. god. Ugh. You didn't like Good Luck Charlie? Ugh. Good luck, Charlie I was the show. We grew up in the era where Disney Channel. This is no, 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 no. We grew up in an era where Disney Channel was still Disney Channel. Right now, they're not even Disney. They're just the channel. And we we grew up in that era of Jesse, Good Luck Charlie, and um, what was that other show I like? Um, oh, um, um. The, the sweet life on deck. We grew oh, up on yes. y'all said Jesse and Bunked. No, um, we don't bunked like Bunked. Okay. Bunked, bunked okay, is hold where on. they no, started no, no, to go no. south. Yeah, true. Bunked is still a good show. I still watch it. No, this. it's not. It's very, I like it. No, Isn't it's that not. where the kids from Jesse went to summer camp? Yeah. Basically, because not even summer thing. camp. It's not a summer camp. You know what it is? It's a concentration camp. That's slavery. Oh, yeah. Jesse, <laughs> listen, listen. Jesse quits them. And all of a sudden, their mother just happens to send them off to a summer camp. Nah, that's a concentration camp. Their mama gave them up for adoption and put them to the camp. They weren't going home. What do you mean you can't talk about? They weren't going home. Never. All I'm going to say... All I'm going to say, Masinda, you could better not talk about something like that again. Oh my gosh. No, Bunked is seriously what sent the start of the end of Disney Channel. Oh, definitely. It was Jesse's cancellation, the start of Bunked, and Disney Channel goes downhill. Because Disney Channel, I I used to watch Disney Channel for a while. And like, I was a big Disney Channel fan. I watched, like, you can basically say I was the fan when, um, y'all remember when that movie Freaky Friday came out, the new one? Sadly, that's basically when I was. Um, that was that was my era. You thought that was a good movie, man. It was mid. I like the music. I, when I tell you, the only reason I watched movies back then was because of the music. Pause, 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 pause. I am lying. I love that movie now that I remember it. I remember I was at my dad's house and I was watching it. I had to, I found any way I could to watch it. Is that the one with was, bodies? Had an exception with it. That is, music is the exact reason I did not watch certain shows. I hated when they just started all, like, the movie was good and then all of a sudden song break. That got on my nerves. Uh, (laughs) Um, Disney original movies were, some of them were amazing though. And I remember how Disney Channel used to hype them up, like, every day for a month before it aired. Coming on July fifth. Da, 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 da. I like. I remember Descendants. When Descendants one was about to come out, everywhere on Disney Channel, Disney XD, Disney Junior, Descendants, Descendants, Descendants. You had to watch it. I watched okay, it. You think I hated it. Descendants wasn't fire. Descendants was amazing. The original was amazing. The second one was mid. The second one was mid. The third one. I didn't even watch the third one. Uh, the third one was pretty good. And honestly, I wish they could have made more. But of course, Cameron Bullis died. So rest, rest in, in peace. 
He was a good rock into the core, core rock into the bro. I gotta go watch that now. <laughs> well, here's my I have, I have, so I have a question, and mm. it's gonna make my, what was your thoughts on Caillou? And I'm not saying oh, I'm not trying to get your thoughts as you're not an adult. I'm trying, well, not an adult, a teen. What was your thoughts on it right when it came out? And you were no, I'm right when you I were wasn't watching, alive <laughs> when you were a child and watching it. What were your thoughts on it while you were a child and watching it? Did you like it or no? No. I did. Good. I did too. I, I don't know why. I just did. That kid. That Each kid. day I grow some more. Dun, 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 dun. I'm kind of. The show itself is kind of boring. I feel like the. I feel like our Manil. Man, I feel like the black version. <laughs> melanin. <laughs> Melanin. Right when I don't want to say it, here it comes. I feel like the melanin version of Caillou was Bill. Oh, yeah. Do you guys remember that show? Yeah, Little Bill. Yeah, Little Bill. Yeah, a lot. That was that was our version of Caillou. I just feel like I just feel like here's the thing. When I not look at it as adult, I look at Caillou. Caillou's just, Caillou scares me. Caillou was kind of a brat. Exactly. He's white. What do you expect? Like, every time I heard this theme song, hold on. I just, I just, every time I hear it, I just, I just get, I just get chills. (laughs) I just, I just get chills over my body and I just have to say, Jesus. (laughs) I think the presence of Caillou would not be allowed in this house. The underrated show was Dinosaur Train. Oh, Dinosaur Train was, oh my gosh. Dinosaur Train was a good, good, good show. And it was educational? Yeah. We didn't even know we were being taught. Facts. (laughs) Um... But you know I, what was? But you know what was the best show ever? Not the best show ever, but the, a show that also is underrated. I think the show that's underrated was Sid the Science Kid. Sid the Science. Okay, okay. I watched that. I watched them. That. I still hate science, but I watched that. What about Maya and Miguel? Who? No. no. Maya and Miguel. I know what you're talking about. I didn't watch it. What is that? Oh my gosh. The show with the pair. Oh my God, Max and Ruby was my all-time favorite show. By the way, they killed their mom and kidnapped her in the basement. Anyway, <laughs> Max, and, <laughs> Max and Ruby was a amazing, amazing show. I think they're still making them, which is kind yeah, of and creepy. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Why do they have parents now? See, they let them out the basement. <laughs> <laughs> They said, what? you can come out if you behave. If you behave. Here's the thing. I feel like, and I, and I bet you, it was a mom thing that people said, you, I want my, I want them to have parents. I'm like, no. I feel like they were fine without parents. They were surviving. They were healthy. Surviving. They, were eating, they had food on the table. I, I, don't know if, I don't know if Ruby had a job or something, but they were. How able, old was she? I don't know. Now that I think about it, she could have been freaking. She could have been ten this, years old. This sounds like a show that Tyler Perry would write. 
<laughs> I'm tired, tired of the way they treat me. <laughs> Tyler Perry writing a Baxter Ruby show. <laughs> you remember how I make it like it? It would oh. make so much sense. My baby mama left me. The baby daddy left me. It's just me and this child. We're going to make it. The Lord going to see us through. <laughs> and then break out into okay. him. Break out into song. <laughs> okay. Um, Jelani, what was your favorite show when you were growing up? That's, that's, that's a, a hard question. Okay. How about this? Favorite show, and this goes for everyone, favorite show by ch- channel. And we're going to include Nickelodeon, Disney, PBS. Is there any other ones? Cartoon Network, Boomerang. Is that it? Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network, and Boomerang can combine. Can they combine? Okay, they combine. Um, They're technically the same. Thing. Yeah. Um, is there? Am I missing anything? No. no. Okay. Those four channels. You got to pick one show from each. All right. Your favorite. Mine's. Who's going first? Jelani. Masendo go first. No, Masendo. Nope, I already said you. No, I'm, I'm looking at shows okay. right now. Okay. Lee, Lee already knows his, so we're going to let him go first. All right. Ooh, this is hard. I know, but I'm kind of, I'm reconsidering it. Let's start off with um, PBS Kids. Okay. I think, um, hold on. Let me, get, let me look at the list again. I think on PBS Kids, my favorite show and I'm trying to I, I'm trying to recall. I feel like the the show I really liked on PBS Kids was um Is Wild Wild Whoopsie Nickelodeon? What was that? Who? Wild Wild Whoopsie. Was that Nickelodeon or or What are you t- I don't know that. You gotta remember that show? Mm-mm. No. Hey everybody, my name is Whoopsie. No. Oh my gosh, y'all are so uncultured. Uh, uncultured swines. <laughs> I think it was probably Dinosaur Train. Definitely Dinosaur Train. Um, on Nickelodeon. Um, I think on Nickelodeon it was probably Max and Ruby. No, no, no. Nick was Max and Ruby Nickelodeon. Was yeah, it? Was really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Nick Jr. Probably, yeah. um. Yeah, it's probably um that show. Uh what was the next one? PBA, what was the next one? Disney Channel. Um, Disney, Disney Channel. My, my favorite point on Disney Channel was probably um uh Oh, why am I thinking about this? Jesse. It was Jesse. It was Jesse, definitely. Um I like Bunked, no matter what y'all say. But Jesse probably. Um on Cartoon Network and Boomerang. Now, this is one. This was my favorite for a while, and I don't know why. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't like it. Now that I think about, it, I don't know why I liked it. But it was Garfield. But and I was watching. I was Which watching version. Garfield. Which I version? Watching, I like the new version, but now that I look at it, the old version was a lot better. Like the old one with like. Fuzzy lines, like drawing fuzzy lines. Yes, that one was no. definitely better. No, the three D one was better. Oh, the theme song. The theme song was amazing. Ding 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 ding. 
that that was just it was amazing. Oh, the, the theme song was good. I liked it. I like the, that, but like the I was old, with that as a kid. The old one just seems so seventies. <laughs> seems so seventies. To me, the old one was kind of funny, and it mm. had that seventies comedy, which was always very funny. And uh, racist. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think that was it. Yeah, that was it. Uh, and like, now I will go. I'll give Giovanni a few more minutes to think. Um, for, okay, I'm going to start with for Nick Jr., Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon's kind of hard, but I think my favorite, it was between Bubble Guppies um, or Yo Gabba Gabba. And I picked Yo Gabba Gabba because that show just, I had so many vivid memories. It was an amazing show. Yo Gabba Gabba was an amazing that dinosaur freaking scared me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that show just as I look back at it, that show was very traumatizing. Oh wow. I'm sorry. Um for <laughs> nightmares. For Cartoon Network, I have to go with Chowder. I have to. Chowder. No, 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 no. Chowder. I'm teaching Garfield. It's going to Chowder. I forgot about Chowder. Chowder, I watched to this day. Chowder is a just funny show. And if it wasn't going to be... Yeah, the little purple thing. That's crazy. (laughs) Um, For PBS, I think PBS is really easy. You guys forgot the ultimate show that PBS ever introduced. Barney and Friends. That's That's my favorite... That's okay. the show. That show raised me. For Disney, I don't. It, it's kind of hard for Disney. For Disney, it, it was between like fifty shows. Facts. And I, it, it's tied right now. I can't even pick one. It's and it's tied because of two different eras in my childhood. So one era would have to be, um. I forgot the show. <laughs> One is definitely Phineas and Ferb, though, because I watched that to this day. Phineas and Ferb was just an amazing show. They're coming out with the reboot. I'm going to watch it, and they better not mess it up. Because if they mess it up, they're going to receive angry it's emails. It's a from reboot. Me. What are you thinking? Some reboots are actually good, though. Some reboots are actually good. Um. And for the other one that was tied with Disney was, it's actually, now it's a three-way tie. It was a two-way tie, now it's a three-way tie. Because, again, different eras in my childhood. So Phineas and Ferb takes one. Handy Mandy takes another. I will have heard. And Little Einsteins takes another. And those are my shows. Oh, and you know what? We're going to add one more to Nickelodeon Spongebob because why not? Loki thought you would have forgot. I almost did. Anyway, now you, my dear friend. Okay, let's start with the worst of the four, however many five. 
PBS Kids. I'm gonna have to go with the Dinosaur Train, obviously. Um, for Cartoon Network, it's it's a it's a tie between Powerpuff Girls and Adventure Time because Powerpuff Girls is crazy. Powerpuff Girls was amazing. Like, I don't I don't even know how to explain. I don't even know what to say. Powerpuff Girls was just that show. Adventure Time was also good because it was like, I feel like I could relate to it more because it was like, you know, two guys just hanging out, having fun. So that was also like... Isn't that every show on Cartoon Network, though? Yeah. (laughs) We Bear Bears is like that, too. Oh, We Bear Bears was a really good show. Mm. I still watch it. Sanjay and Craig. Sanjay and Craig. I hated that crap. Mm, you better be glad we're on a Christian podcast. <laughs> Finish your list. <laughs> um, what's next? Uh, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. I'm going to have to say, Fairly Odd Parents. Well, one of the the best shows. How did I forget? How did I forget? I am literally binge watching that as we speak. <laughs> Bro, the the theme song for Family Odd Parents better than any rap or anything. Timmy Turner, I was wishing to be him every day of my life. You know, technically, we have a Timmy Tinny. We have those 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 Family Odd Parents. We're we're gonna get to that in a minute. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> um, go ahead, finish your list. Hold on real quick. Let me do something. Alright, so I was saying fairly odd. Oh, I was going to look at something. I saw this post on Instagram. It was hilarious. It was, um, I think somebody was like explaining the drink they got from like Jamba Juice or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like peach, mango, protein powder, like et cetera, stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. somebody... It was on Twitter. I think it was a tweet. Somebody put under and they said, Optus Rubber Goose Dream. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's funny. Um, anyways, for the last one, the best, obviously, Disney Channel. Now, it's it's like a 16-way tie for Disney Channel. I'm not going to lie. So... I think one that we all forgot about, I don't know if you guys watched this, but I like love this show, was Dog with a Blog. (laughs) That show was like hilarious. Like the idea of a dog having its own show, even though it's like technically it's a dog, but it's not really a dog. It's just human voicing is still hilarious. And it's like kind of like a Phineas and Ferb kind of thing because they would treat him like a dog and then he'll go like turn into a human writing his blogs and stuff like that. It yeah. was hilarious. Another good show um, was Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay, now, to yeah, be honest, no, no. I just finished binge watching that. I only <laughs> liked it at the time because of Selena Gomez. <laughs> she was... Um, okay, for the I'll Christians who don't want to hear us lusting, for the Christians who don't <laughs> want to hear us lusting, please take out your earphones at this moment. She was hot. Taking out my earphones. <laughs> she was hot. 
She still is. She still is. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Okay. I only have like five more shows. Don't worry. Um, another good show, Gravity Falls. Amazing. Uh, Casey yeah. Undercover was a good show. Zendaya, amazing. Um, and I think my last show, uh, no, my last two shows, Live and Maddie and Star versus the versus the Forces of Evil. Those are my shows for Disney Channel. Been not a huge fan of Living Maddie. What? You mm-hmm. you better half of me, me. Okay, Disney had every they had the best theme songs known to man. I don't I don't remember one that was a bad theme song. Hmm. That is true. They did have, I have really to think. theme songs. Yeah. See what see what happens when your company's worth a billion dollars? <laughs> you can just tire the best of everything. And Disney had some pretty fine actri- actresses. Um, I think we could do a whole episode with Disney, though, because they just came out with bangers after banger. Yeah, some of their newer shows are a little questionable, though. No, that that's where I stop. I draw yeah. the line. That. By the like, way, what is Mac? I don't. Ooh. One show I did like, if I can find the name of it, from Disney Channel, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, Sweet Life of Zack on Deck was just an amazing show, untouchable, but that's not the show I was going to talk about. Best Friends Whenever, Best Friends Whenever, and oh, Zack, yes. uh, is it Zack and Allie, or Allie, what is it called? Austin and Allie? Austin and Allie, where did I get Zack? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But Austin, oh, yeah, Valley, best friends, whatever. Good, those two shows are good. Yeah, the one where they teleport, they have like yeah. the time travel powers. Yeah, that, that was good. I forgot about that show. I mean, I watched it like during COVID, I just watched everything on Disney Plus. I, <laughs> I watched everything, Girl Meets World. That was a good show, Girl Meets World. You know what's a better show? What? Boy Meets World. Oh, gosh. I you're old. that last summer. When the boy meets world. Y'all are like the Disney nerds. Like, what the heck? We, we live in California. Disney shows. supports our economy. <laughs> I only know a few shows from Disney. I don't know as much as y'all are. And the ones y'all are naming, I never wanted to watch it because they look tacky. But that's the thing. They I look tacky. You. But when you watch them, they weren't tacky. Here's the thing. Oh. It's like a, it's like a, it's like you, the way you are describing Disney shows to me is like someone describing a Tyler Perry play. They're all the same. They <laughs> until you the watch same. them. Until you watch them. Yeah, until you watch them. But when you describe them, it basically sounds the same. Basically, yeah. <laughs> in, a Tyler, in a Tyler Perry play, you're basically gonna hear Omadia oh, comes out and talks about some, and uh, somebody about somebody's baby mama drama, somebody getting a divorce, something about somebody, somebody abuse. It's the same thing when you hear it. So you watch it, of course, and then it's kind of funny, and you kind of like it. Kinda. Like, <laughs> kinda You're gonna like disrespect it. Tyler like that, kinda. No, I mean he deserves a little bit of disrespect for the stuff he's doing now. What is he doing now? I'm just saying some of the new shows he's making is questionable. 
The only one I don't like is the oval. I don't like it. I don't like the oval because they got that weird um, secret society, whatever. That eh, creepy. I don't like it because um, I don't like House of Pain. The new House of Pain did that. That was I drew the line there. I was like, uh, the original House of Pain was an amazing show. But I can't find the original one. Anyway, BET Plus. Oh, oh. Well, <laughs> um. Anyways, should we move on to the next topic? We've been talking about this for. Hold on, hold on. I don't know if this was a Disney show, but there was a good animated show that I like called Kick Batowski. Premium. Never. It was the, the, the little dude with the skateboard, the red skateboard. Oh, was he in a white jacket? Yes, with the helmet. Disney XD. Disney, that's what it was. Disney XD. Disney XD made some fire shows. I feel like only boys watch Disney XD, though. <laughs> It was like what was Disney XD? Disney oh, Extreme. God. They were just making trying to make more money, weren't they? Basically, yeah. and they got our attention. Yeah, it worked. Lee, we're gonna take you to Disneyland one day and you're gonna realize why we love Disney so much. Disney is California and California is Disney. Surprised by that. I'm Mickey not. Mouse is gonna be our next governor. Mouse. <laughs> anyway, Ducktales, a woo. <laughs> the Apostle Mickey Mouse, Governor Chief Mickey Mouse, Apostle. Chief Apostle Mickey Mouse, over the Church of Disneyland and. Amen. Yolani, you're supposed to kick off our next topic. Thank you, Rose. Oh uh-huh. yes, Sorry, I was looking at those. Yes, yes, yes. Um, um, next topic. Our next topic for this lovely podcast will be Christian versus the generation. For this topic, we are going to be talking about how this generation is is being failed in the ways of um, faith, I guess you could say, because maybe not everyone is a Christian, but in the the ways of the faith, in believing in a higher power, believing in something that you can look to, to ask for forgiveness or ask for help in times of need. Um, I am a good example of that because... For a long part of my life, I was raised in a Christian household, maybe not a Christian household, but my parents believed and were Christians. Um, but I wasn't necessarily, I didn't want to put that label on myself without fully knowing what I wanted or what I was going to do with my life yet. So I didn't want to put labels on myself that I didn't know what I was getting myself into, if that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think one. Well, you you got you got more to say or no? No, no, no. Go ahead. One of the uh, one of the things that I notice um, definitely about being a part of my generation is that um, uh, one thing about us is that, and I, and I like about us is that we don't we're not quick to get into something we don't know about. 
and in a way that's a really good thing because it's not we're not getting into stuff because oh our parents taught us this or and i like how in a way the fact that gen z is not just you know going off what tradition says and going off what all these old people said it's a good thing because it means that we're trying to go look for research on our own we're trying to see these things for our own like discover things where I think it's a good thing because that means we're not just following things and we're actually trying to lead and we're trying to figure things out. In a way, that in a way it's a good thing. And as I've debated, and usually I debate with a lot of people who are Christian and I kind of have noticed that, or not Christian, I noticed that there's kind of, there's these two, these few sides to the way Christianity is depicted, depicted in not only um, our generation, but in our society, in our world in general. Um, if you don't know, Christianity is a really talked down religion in America. Um, and, and even though most of America is Christian, it's still something that like, you know, a lot of people are try really, you know, against. Like, for example, people um, think Christians are basically just a bunch of haters to people in the world. And in a society where stuff like homosexuality, stuff like abortion, certain, you know, ideas are, you know, very much... Um, popular in our generation now nowadays and topics like that that are getting more popular when it comes down to christians giving their two cents you know it kind of makes us look bad in a way and i feel like um that's not a gen z problem that is also a problem of you know christians who are telling people about this type of stuff you know and um the whole idea of christianity is to spread love and to spread the gospel and I feel like a lot of it is us spreading the gospel, um, not through love, but through force and through um, hate. And of course, there's something called tough love and it's bluntness. But, you know, it just feels like the way we're um, spreading that gospel is, is, in, is in a bad way. And that's why I say there's a few sides to Gen Z when it comes to Christianity. There's a side that is full on going for Jesus. And honestly, I love the side that is going on for Jesus because they're doing it. They're not doing it in this way to where, oh, I'm just going to follow Jesus in a tradition. They're doing it in this authentic way. Like we have people like they're the, the, the songs that people are in our generation are writing for Christianity. You know, the things that people are doing, the love that they're spreading. It's like it, I love it. It's very it's, it's in a good way. And it's not in a traditional way that they have been taught. They're going out. And they're really trying to spread the gospel. People are worshiping in barn houses and doing all these different things. And honestly, it's so authentic and it's so um, it gives you me a warm feeling to to, to like know that our generation is still striving for Jesus and that there is still faith and there's still hope for our generation. And I honestly believe in us and I believe that God really is going to use our generation in such a big way because how, how I'm seeing it. So you got that side. You got a side that... Um, is kind of on defense about Jesus because they believe that Jesus could, is true, but they've heard so much about this and they've been even heard by the church so much and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to talk about that because Pacino said something great earlier that he, um, he'll talk about, I guess, later. Um, and there's that, there's that side, you know, they've been church hurt and the church, the church has been spreading lies and stuff like that. And then you got this one side that basically is like full on against Christianity. And there's a side that just doesn't care, of course. Um, but there's a side that is, is full on against Christianity and not even just against Christians, but just against our ideas. And because, you know, not well, not our ideas. It's really what God says. Um, I guess some, for some reason, people are mad that God gets to decide the rules. 
um, the people have these disagreements with God. They have these disagreements with that stuff. And honestly, I pray for those people because I'm like, y'all really don't know this joy. Y'all don't really know what it's like to follow Jesus. Y'all don't know why we do it. And um, although a part of us, our generation is still going for God, a big part of us is also still, you know, on the fence and a big part of us is still not. And to be honest, um, God wants us all to be saved, but the truth is not everyone is going to be saved. Um, and I, and I always kind of, uh, and I always, I feel like I get sad. It kind of sads my heart because I really wish that like everyone will hear the gospel. Everyone will hear it. Everyone can be saved and everyone can be saved. And everyone who wants to have a relationship, Jesus can have Jesus. Um, there's a song that my church elevation worship they they rhythm they release a song. It's called "You Will Be Saved," and the last line in the song is um, "The Savior is just a breath away." And I mean, we can have a relationship with Jesus Christ in any time. Um, Jesus is still open to us. Um, um, it's a really good song. I should listen to it if you haven't. Um, and I feel like you know we try to. We, I feel like the generation has, of course, like I said earlier, it's a good thing that we're not sticking to the traditional views, but it gets kind of bad when we have stepped to the premises where we've stepped to a line where we've gone and searched for things and we've only scratched. The, what happens is with Gen Z's, I notice this. Gen Z just, they don't research. They scratch the surface. Of and once they scratch the surface of something, they think they go, they think that we, they, we think that we know it all. We say, huh. God, okay, but we can't see God. Nah, he's not real. Or they'll say, God, huh, but homosexuality is a sin. Nah, can't do that. And they dig into all these deeper things and they, they, they no, no, they just look at the surface of it and they see something and they go wrong and say, no, not doing it. it it's not for, it's not for me. And they don't look into the deeper, oh, here's another one. Let's say, God. But did he really create the universe? How can you do that? The Big Bang Theory. Huh? Oh, never mind. God's not real. And kind of just like, they kind of just do this thing where they kind of see it. They, they look at it and like walk away. Because <laughs> they're like, nah, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't work for me. Um, when the whole thing about faith is that faith is not meant, for, is not all about us. Christianity is not all about us. It's really about, um, you know, serving God. And people always, I don't know why people have a problem with God being able to make the rules. That that's that's what I got to say about that. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. The generation is really okay. Like you said, there's two parts of the generation. There's one that really has a deep love for God and really doesn't care about tradition. Now, I was still raised in a traditional uh, Baptistical setting. I was raised where. It was heaven and hell, holiness and hell, and it was either get right or get left. I was raised in three different churches. I was raised in the Evening Star Missionary Baptist Church, City of Refuge, Los Angeles, um, and West Angeles Church of God in Christ. And at Evening Star, we had a traditional Baptist service. We had that Southern Baptist type of service where the deacons get up with devotion. And I woke up this morning with my mind, stayed on Jesus, opening prayer, Old Testament, New Testament, testimony. We had all those different parts. So we'd be in there about two hours, all different components, just going through the service. And then at City of Refuge, we had this kind of, 
it wasn't non-denominational. It was affiliated. It is affiliated with the denomination, but not many people there consider themselves a part of that denomination. We were, we're, it was basically an independent apostolic church and the church they had there compared to that traditional old my mule Baptist church was a whole different thing. Um, they had lights flashing. They had a choir singing, um, um, contemporary songs. We had contemporary preaching, but still holiness preaching. And then you had West Angeles, which is a more high class church that it was basically where all the stars go and they still go there. Um, Angela Bassett, Stevie Wonder, um, Denzel Washington, they all attend that church. And it's a really high class church. And you can even feel when you go in there, if you look a certain way, you're going to be looked at differently. They might have smiles, but it's not a place where you go. It's a, it was more of a church where the pastor was sincere, but the members, many just went for connections. So you had three different settings that I was raised in. All of them saying the same thing. God loves me, but he, and he loves me just how I am. But once I become saved, you have to change. They just all had a different way of saying it. And that really inspired me and sometimes hurt me. But in this generation, I, okay, I was raised where I was at church Wednesday nights for Bible study, <laughs> um, Friday nights for fellowship, um, Saturday morning, early morning service, late nights and late night services. You know, I was raised where it was church, church, and church. If there was a, you know, when I said I'm going to a concert, that means I'm going to a church concert and seeing Judy McAllister sing or seeing um, Jason McGee sing or someone like that, or um, Kurt Franklin or someone, a gospel singer. You know, that's the type of environment I was raised in. I was in church 52 um, Sundays out of the 52 cent or whatever, you know, I was in church a lot. So I was raised in the church, you know, seeing how church quote unquote people are. And that's one group we have. We have still mainline, mainstream, old fashioned, traditional Christians. Do I consider myself traditional? In many ways, yes. I love hymns. Uh, I love deliverance services. I love tearing services because I've seen what they've done for our people. And I've seen what they have done for just that generation. And I said, God, if you can do it, then you can do it now. So I am, you know, a mainstream Baptocostal Christian. And that's the middle of the line. We still have those. And then we have this other group who may have not been raised in church, but like Jelani, they, were, they, they knew there was a God and they were raised around, sure. They, they were dragged to church sometimes, sure. But they don't have a bad idea about God. See, after all that, 
her grandmother saying, Jesus is real and I need you to have a relationship with him. They, um... They now want more. They got a taste and now they want more. But they don't want to put on a three-piece suit to go to church. They don't want to put on a skirt to go to church. They don't want to dress up fancy to go to church. They, they don't want that. They don't want to hear the hymns of the church. They don't want to go in church, sit through a hymn, sit through opening prayer, sit through first uh, Old Testament, New Testament script, sit through the Lord's Prayer, and sit through A, B, C, and D selection. And they don't want that type of worship. They just want, they have a sincere need and hunger for Christ and hunger for God. And they go in the church with jeans on, holes in their jeans, t-shirts on, because that's what they like. That's what they wear on a day-to-day basis. And they come into the kingdom and just saying, bless me, O God. I want you, O God. I thirst for you, Lord. Come to me. I I need you, God. They're hungry. They're passionate about Christ. The building doesn't have to look nice. They're going to go in it anyway. If they're in, like Lee said, if they're in a barnyard, they'll go in the barnyard. If they're in a storefront, they'll go in a storefront. If they're in a warehouse, they'll go in a warehouse. If they're in a regular traditional building, they'll go in there. Wherever God is, wherever the spirit is, that's where they want to go because they have a hunger for Christ. They want him and they need him. They want him and they need him. That's another group that is becoming really big in mainstream Christianity. And it's not just black and it's not just white. It's integrated congregations, which is something we did not see for a long time. You know, Southern Baptists were white, National Baptists were black, Church of God in Christ was black, and Assemblies of God was white. But they're stripping away to the denomination and just saying, My God is not black. My God is not white, yellow, pink, orange. My God is the God of everyone and anyone can have him. They're that type of Christian who doesn't care what you look like, who doesn't care what you have on. They just say, come and get a taste of the spirit. Have Jesus in your life. Know him for yourself. If you don't want to come to church, you don't even have to come to church. Do it in your living room. Have a sincere prayer with him in your living room. Feel the spirit rain down on you in your bedroom. Wherever you want God to meet you, he'll meet you right there. That's the type of Christians that are becoming more mainstream and that are developing fast. Very, very fast. So that's our two groups so far. But then we have a third group. We have a third group who... Sure, they had family who knew, yeah, we have a relationship with God. They were dragged to church on Easter and Christmas. And now they're to the age, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, so on and so forth. They're to that age saying, yeah, I was raised in the church. They're getting on TikToks, making TikToks. Let me tell you what the church did to me when they were really only in the church two times a year. We have those type of Christians. Well, we have those type of people who say, I believe in a higher power. I believe in a spirit. I'm going to manifest good things. I'm going to work good things out for me. And that's the type of people who are becoming more influential. They might not be the majority, but they're definitely becoming the loudest. They're becoming the loudest of the crowd. They're the ones who go out to protest and look 
at people dead in the eye and say, how can you go in that church? Shame on you. You should be ashamed of yourself. You don't know what they're doing in there. Da, 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 but they don't know God. Sure, some of them were raised in the church. Some of them were raised to know God and to develop him. They went to YPWW Sunday school. They went to um, lectures. They went to Bible studies. They went to prayer meetings. They went to camp. Sure, they did all that. Um, They might have done a mission trip or two. Sure. But they never had a real, fascinating, in-depth relationship with God. And you ask me, how do I know that? I know that because I listen to what they say. Every story is the same. Let me tell you what the church did to me. Let me tell you what the people did to me. Let me tell you how this happened in the church. Let me tell you how that happened in the church. But they never talk about what God did to them. They never talk about how Christ hurt them. They never talk about how uh, they heard the voice of Jesus saying, I hate you. They, They never say that. They say, let me tell you what the church did to me. And these type of Christians, these type of people, they don't necessarily have a relationship with God because they don't want a relationship with God. They were either dragged to church too much or dragged to church too little or not dragged to church at all. And now they see social um, society shifting and they want to be a part of the shift. And they say, okay, I want to be a part of the shift. And Christianity is the main thing causing the shift because look at our leaders. Look, look at Sanders and looks at AOC and look at all of our leaders leading this social revolution. Um, But each one of them have a faith and connection and relationship with God. In fact, 90% of Congress who are leading this social revolution has relationship with God. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, relationship with God. AOC, relationship with God. Bernie Sanders, relationship with God. Joe Biden, relationship with God. Kamala Harris, relationship with God. All of these social justice leaders are down on their knees every night saying, God, help me please. So while these people are saying down with the churches, down with the churches, down with the religion, they don't know, bless you. They don't know actually what they're saying because they just want to be a part of something, but they don't know anything. They don't have a actual burning desired relationship with God. And I think that's what's needed in this day and age. Not many, you can tell when someone has a real connection with Christ because they walk different, they act different, they talk different, they feel different, they are different. Their persona changes when they know God and when the Holy Spirit enters into them. They're not the same person as they were yesterday when the Holy Spirit filled them because they don't want to ever go back to that. All these people in our generation who's suffering with depression, anxiety, and so many hardships. You may not believe me, but I know for a fact that if you just cast all your cares upon him, he can handle it. You think millions of people are just wasting their lives for no reason? No. There are people in China 
Korea, and so many places in the world who do not have access to Christ, who cannot get to him, but they still want it. You know, in China, it's against the law to own a Bible, but there's still hundreds and thousands of people a year killed and arrested and martyred for owning a Bible. You think people are going to risk their lives and lay their lives down for something that's play play? A real dying, hungry relationship with Christ is what our generation needs. And I see it developing in one section. And one section just wants to keep everything the same. And another wants to tear down the establishment and tear down the walls because religion kills religion, whatever, whatever, whatever. I think that there is a coexistence for all of them. Religion has some problems. The establishment of religion has some issues. And I don't think that you can just, um, we often make a joke on uh, me and Lee about, and a few other my friends, how uh, a lot of evangelical mega churches are. They're like sweet daddy God or something like that. They're so mainstream that they refuse to even say the word hell. Or the <laughs> so mainstream that they refuse to even say God, you know? They just say um, the spirit or something like that because they want as many people to fill their congregation as possible. But we can't do that either. And we can't be mainstream, so mainstream and so traditional that we're like heaven and hell and only hell and everybody's going to hell and God hates you and God's this tormentous blah 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 no that's not right either but also we can't tear down religion that has really brought so many of our ancestors whatever race you are so many of our ancestors because of prayers have gotten through so there has to be a middle ground where we all just can come together and correlate and say, yeah, God loves you. But he also needs you to change. You cannot live the same life you did yesterday once you get saved. There's no way you, you can still cheat, steal, lie, kill, and then come to worship saying, God, I love you. I worship and adore you. On Sunday, and you just did all that on Saturday night. There's no way you can do that. So there has to be a middle ground. That's what this generation needs, and that's what Atala is trying to provide. There has to be something in the middle, you know, Lee? Something in the middle that we just all can come together, and we may not have a bishop. Well, in my opinion, I think you need a leader. <laughs> I think it's actually biblical. But again, it's not my opinion. But I think there has to be some type of middle ground. And it may not be in the Southern Baptist Convention. It may not be in the Church of God in Christ. It may not be in the Church of Christ. It may not be in the Catholic Church. Wherever it is, though, there has to be some type of middle ground where you can just say, I'm going to come to church, going to dress however I want, as long as it's appropriate. And I'm going to worship sincerely, and I'm going to hear the word, and I'm going to feel some conviction in my heart if I'm not living a good life in a way that God wants me to. So then I'm going to go to the altar and ask 
for prayer and say that sinner's prayer, I'm going to get saved and I'm going to change my life. It may not be all hymns, but it also may not be all contemporary music. We may or may not have lights, but there has to be a middle ground where you just can say and really mean that I'm a sinner and really mean that I messed up in my life, but also really know that he loves you no matter what. And there's nothing you can do that to stop making loving you. And I have to get away from the hatred that people have betrayed him to be. Start embracing the love, but also run when someone preaches a message that says anyone can get to heaven. And all you got to do is get in your mind and believe, because that's not the way to do it either. There has to be some type of middle path for us to get to. And that's what I have to say about it. And um, yeah, Gen Z is going to have to do a lot of work. But I think we're that generation to do that work. And we're that generation that God is going to use the most, like Lisa, because we're a generation of questioners. We're a generation of people who really want to know. And we know that especially because we're the first generation with the access to the internet at the fingertips of our hands. And that's not easy to just have all that info. So we, we're asking a lot of questions and we're finding out more information than ever. And some of that is untrue and some of it's true. But whatever the circumstances, we're a generation of questioners. We're a generation of why does it have to be that way? Why does it have to be this way? And that's going to be really something that's going to impact the way we even see religion, the way we see God, and the way we see the church. But yeah, that's what I have to say about Christianity versus Gen Z. Um, um, oh, would you look at the time? I think, uh, I think uh, we went a little over. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yes, that was a... Um, a good take, a good perspective from both of you guys. Um, I liked how you guys both really, um, really care about what you're talking about. You can really tell that this is something you're passionate about and that you strive for and that you want to help others become, not become like you, but have the same... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, have the same connection towards that that you guys do, and that's good. What's your take on it? Um, I don't know. It's it's complicated because I I see it from like many different sides. I see, cause I see it from like uh, the perspective of like the football team. Some people on the football team, you know, a lot of people in this day and age and this generation are like want to be gangsters and want to be thugs and stuff like that. And uh, let's hope none of them ever listen to this podcast. But a lot of them, I feel like, are like that. 
even if they did grow up in the hood or something, I feel like you don't have to portray that in your image, even if you did grow up in that life. There's a lot of people like that want to get away from that image, that they don't want people to see them as that. And I feel like that is another thing that um, having a faith in God can help you with, getting away from that negative image and negative stereotypes that people can place on you um, or just getting out of the trends of this generation of wanting to act tough and be tough or be something you're not as a better way of putting it um, and just, you know, be yourself. Because in this day and age, if you're not rocking with the new trends, doing TikToks, making um, making funny Instagram posts or whatever, uh, doing these stupid TikTok dances, uh, you're not cool. If you're not work, rocking Jordans, Nike designer clothing, you're not cool. If you just have some basic like basic plain OT from Walmart, then you get looked down upon or even made fun of or even bullied. And that I feel like could come from a lack of connection to someone that truly loves you. Not like a parent or something, but like God, someone that you can always look to and like they can always be there for you. Um, always can help you and no matter what time of need, they don't have work from nine to five, so they can't be there sometimes. They don't um, have kids to take care of, like your maybe your auntie or your sister. They don't have other people to take care of, not your friends that have other lives to worry about, but someone that is dedicated to you. Well, technically, he's dedicated to everybody, but, you know, in, in um, your mind, he's dedicated to you and he always has time for you, but he has time for everybody. But he has time for you specifically whenever you need him, wherever you need him, however you need him. Um, so that, uh, that's my perspective. I just think that some, some of these newer people want to be things that they're not and a connection to God can help that see, help them see that if they just be who they truly are, they will probably make it further in life than trying to be something they're not. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I hear stories every day. I hear, um, I, I have often, I have friends often who, um, I have a lot of friends that, probably, that are probably like not really Christian like that. And if they are, they're the type that are kind of on the fence about it. And, um, one of the things I always think I do, and, and, and maybe this is, uh, this is a part of Gen Z that I also think no one talks about as well. The part that, um, are in a way confident in their faith a little bit. But when it comes to when they're around their friends or when they're around their peers that are not Christian, kind of to where you, you there sometimes you choke. And um, I know this might, this might not be a problem for Macendo. I know Macendo is probably not a problem for you. I don't know about Jelani, but I know for some time in me in situations, there can often be times where you choke because um, I, there's often times where I want to, um, and even when I do bring up God in conversations, I feel like that's the moments I really get deep into it. But there's um, moments where you can sometimes open up the conversation yourself. And like, um, I, I just think that often sometimes we struggle with that um, 
sense to it because like i said our generation is not like full-on there's not does not get that excited about jesus a lot some people in our generation kind of just kind of sigh away from it um and i mean most of my friends all all of my friends i'm christian if they don't follow me on instagram (laughs) or they'll hear me talk about it or certain things i won't do because it just isn't go right with my faith and um I just will say to people who are Christian and really want to stick with it and take this advice to always just try always be confident in your faith. Um, people will always try to, and sometimes it, no one does anything to intimidate you with, with it. Be confident in your faith. You don't know how many people will be more, um, respect you more for, you know, holding on to it and actually being, you know, a part of it and saying, Hey, if there's something, if you, there's something like people do that you're not comfortable with, or you think that, Hey, I don't think that goes well with my faith. Then don't do it. And I feel like people will respect you for that. Um, there's just certain things that we as Christians, and, and this, this is sometimes a pro, This is, like I said, I struggle with this sometimes as well, even though I might seem, Oh, I'm just being comfortable. I, I, I often struggle with this too. So always be confident in your faith and never try to, um, you know, find ways to, um, you know, come around it and try to bend stuff around it. Always be confident. And that takes time, takes prayer, takes a lot of study, maybe takes a lot of research, but you know, be confident because, um, I mean, yeah. So, and I always try to spread, and I always try to, you know, tell you, and I, I mean, if somebody asks, you know, just say, Hey, um, I remember some, cause sometime I like, I go to church every Sunday and I do production in my church. So sometimes it's simple stuff like when someone asks you what you're doing this weekend. So I'm doing this. I'm going to church. They ask, oh, what church you go to? What do you do there? Like, why do you like going to church? It's certain stuff like that that people will open up conversations to. And they might not be the conversations that they like get saved or they, oh, yeah, this conversation is definitely going to get saved. But it's those conversations that um, really make them make them understand like, because as confident as you, you are in your faith, the more people ask, the more people are curious about it, and the more people want to know about it. And sometimes it opens up debates often, and those debates can lead to stuff, honestly. It can lead to different changes, but it's simple stuff like that that really um, changes their per- people's per- perspective of you. And not a bad way, but in a way like, okay, this person is confident in their faith. This person's a Christian. I mean, I respect that. Um and stuff like that that kind of opens them up to it, and maybe maybe can change. You never know what stuff like that can do to somebody. You know, you never know how it can infect them in the future. It might it might them them being it might them asking you, "Hey, I know you go to church every Sunday. I'm just interested to you know hear what you do at church. You know, how's it like?" Um, they might be like, "Hey, can I go to church with you?" Or maybe they'll like, um, who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll just like be curious they'll know that you're in a church they're like oh you go to church you seem really passionate about this why are you passionate about this isn't god not real and it's stuff like that that gets you into a debate and a conversation at the same time i tell you whenever you get into those conversations if you have already if you always get into those when you get on those conversations of is god real man i swear it's like a debate and a conversation at the same time because like and if it's just a debate i feel like you're doing it wrong because man if you're not conversating with that person trying to understand their purse like their perspective on it all you're doing is going back and forth on the issue so um like i said just be confident in your faith but i just felt i had to say that that's all yeah absolutely yeah you know um there's a group in my class every week and they go to church together 
Um, and he wasn't raised in the church, but he just wants to go to church just because his friend, he always heard his friend talking about God wearing a cross. It was like one Sunday, he was just asked him randomly one time, hey, can I come to church with you? He wasn't a Christian. He was just like, I want to see what's happening there. And the friend was shocked and he was like, yeah, sure, man. Um, I'll pick you up at that about that. And now he's a faithful member in that church. He's even serving as an usher. So, you know, you don't know whose life you can impact just by sharing just some things like, hey, I'm a Christian or um, I don't, you know, want to get in that lifestyle because I'm a Christian or something like that. Like Lee said, you don't know whose life you're touching because you say these things. So I say, you know, as the Bible said, you deny me in front of your friends, I'll deny you in front of the, your father. And then we all have the Great Commission goal, and that's to spread the good news of Jesus Christ to the ends of the world. And you don't have to do missions trips to do it. Sometimes all it takes is uh, wearing a cross or, you know, sometimes just making it clear I'm a Christian and people, people, I promise you will become curious. People will ask questions. Yeah. And, and sometime, sometime people find church and what they don't find in the church. And this is why people get church hurt. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make this really fast. People look for more of the church but sometimes the church, and I feel like the church in general, a lot of churches are missing a lot of community. Really, when you think about it, and I love this about my church, we have this thing called e-groups. And they have these type of groups. And basically, it's where people can join a group and they can find like a smaller people who like are certain things like, you know, people who are new Bible, who people want to learn the Bible and want to read the Bible. They have this group for that. They might have a group for women. They have a group for men. Find community at your church. And if you can't find community at a church, then even if it's not at a church, find a community, find a group of people, get a friend group together, pray together, read the Bible together. You grow from experiences like that because it's, it's, it's finding a group that will really help you. Like, I'm going to be honest. People want, everyone thinks that, oh, we're supposed to live life by ourselves. We gotta, you, you do not have to figure this life thing by, out by yourself. Even, even, even Adam needed somebody. Adam was like, yo, these animals ain't working for me, God. I'm going to need somebody else. I need a human being. So don't think that you're just going to just, you don't have to struggle alone. Don't think you got to struggle. Don't think you have to, you know, ask these questions and have these questions and just not want to have no one answer them. No, ask the questions that you, um, that may seem, you know, out there to you and find a community, find a group of people, find a leader, find people like that. You may not find a church. You may never go to church in life. And honestly, that's fine. But find a group of people, find a community a group that will worship with you, a group that will pray with you, a group that's going to um, celebrate you when you, um, that's going to celebrate you, you know, when you're up and then it's going to, you know, tell you when you're down, it's going to help you and going to support you because it's stuff like that that will truly help you in your faith. And it's stuff like that that will really, you know, encourage you. So find a group. That's, that's all I got to say about that. And now I am done talking. <laughs> Lee thinks it's fine that you should not join a church. I think it's not. I, I believe it's against the Bible. But that's a topic for another time because we're about to close. Um, and I'll scold Lee about that right after this ep episode, by the way. Um, 
But any last thoughts about anything before we close out? Uh, I have one. Ready? Yeah. Martha Speaks. I totally forgot about it. Martha Speaks. I realized that we never talk. You don't know what Martha Speaks is? Who's that? What is that? I'm done. Please, someone close the podcast. I'm done. What is that? I'm done. If you don't know what Martha Speaks is, we have nothing to discuss. You got to say bye in a minute. Anyway, we will. Oh, um, let's see. Last week we did song recommendations. Any. Any from elevation today. I think one from elevation. Yes. Last time. And I, and I feel like, but I really want to name another one from elevation. You'll be saved by elevation rhythm is a really good one. That, okay. that, that. And if I could have anything by house fires, that's a really good. I have no idea who these groups are, but all right. Zelani, what about you? Song recommendations. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. (laughs) It. Okay. The song title is misleading. The. Go. The song's title is The Devil's Calling. Yeah, no. It's misleading. See, no, 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 no. But it's it's a religious song. It's talking about how the devil is calling. He literally his first bar is um the devil is calling. He might win a couple battles, but I promise you he will not prevail. It it's it's a good, it's a holy song. Sure, the title is misleading, but it's talking about how the devil tries to get you in its grasp and bring you down and pull you down and maybe it might succeed a couple of times but in the overall grand scheme he will not win the battle so i think it's a good song it's called the devil's calling by dax Hmm. all right um we'll have to check that one out um my song recommendation for this week would have to be uh, you know I've been listening to this song all week and that is um, Promises by Maverick City and the fact that you just found that was, 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 was right. no I didn't just find it I just I have a long playlist. You have to understand my gospel playlist. It's over 48 hours. So it takes me a while to get to another song. Um, 48? But, I gotta set my game up. Mine's just 17. Well, see? I'm closer to God than you. Wait, you guys have a playlist? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just like, like how it starts. God of Abraham, you're the God of covenant. You don't want to hear you sing. Anyways, what, what's funny you is, start a choir. like, I have no secular music playlist. That's crazy. I have, like, eight. I, 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 and, I mean, sometimes I listen to, like, I, so, I listen to some songs, but I don't have a play. I used to have, like, a very long playlist, but I deleted it. Like, See, I, got, I, had a, I deleted it because I got concerned because I had more, I had, I had, like, more hours on there than my Christian playlist. And I was like, okay. That sometimes does make me feel bad. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is a problem. And I just felt like though, me personally, I couldn't, I can't listen to the secular a lot. I mean, 
Like when I tell you, I only listened to those songs because of the music. I only listened to it because of the music. I didn't really care for the lyrics. I mean, I listened to some of the old songs, like R and B songs. I still listen to that, but I didn't, I never. I, I I listen to my Christian playlist a lot. Even during school, I'm freaking. I'll be doing like schoolwork. Or I'll be doing a test, and I'm like listening to freaking Gyra, and I'm like just having no. Just having see, I can't time. do that because if I do that, I'm gonna cut up in the middle of the test and just start worse. <laughs> Here's the thing: because I'm listening to this Christian music, I'm like hope. I'm like I'm like praying in my mind. Oh God, can I please get me through this test? Oh, I so pray. I, way, I pray before every test, and I always get an A. And people wondering, do you study? No, I pray. <laughs> See, I don't think God's hearing me that during in that time. I, either that or we just like leave. You got to fast. Study. Lee, you've had this test. You know you were having this test for a month and you just went home and did nothing. And I'm like, well, well, well. <laughs> All right. All right. We got to close. Oh. Bye, guys. Have a great week. <laughs> See you guys.